That was day one and two was fruit and veg. Day three, four, five was just liquids. And then yeah. six and seven were back to fruit and veg. Yeah. And uh, I did feel good, but I think most of it was just, you know, pure like I'm I'm better than everybody else because I've achieved this. Yeah, there's and a superiority complex it was, oh that comes God. with cleanses. I felt, I was like, I'm so yeah. righteous, everybody. Oh, and, and, but, you know, but cleanses, I think, as is maybe not as a society we're obsessed with it but a lot of people in LA are obsessed with it maybe oh the Los God. Angeles society toxins but, clearing but the toxins clearing the toxins uh, washing up the filth that we have yes. whether it's internal external the, removing the clutter you know all that yeah I think and, we should just work on but didn't like, you pollution. just didn't did you were you gonna do some sage cleansing right now I just did it oh I don't smell it it's like a oh I told you it was, like a, it was a very like, oh it was like a quick little it's a smudge light little okay. all I, so all I do is I just aren't do... you supposed to go under the feet of the person no. and just okay. one little thing. Because this is for creativity. This it's is not, setting creativity yeah. intentions. So we're setting intentions, getting creative. Are they creative boundaries you're setting? Yeah. No one, no bad spirits can come through. <laughs> no through bad jokes. Door. No, no bad, bad jokes. No bad jokes coming in here. This is all good intentions. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Jenny Zagrina. I'm a comedian. I'm Kat Eves, and I'm a stylist. And this, and this is, is Gotti Positive. Positive. I don't know why I can't do it anymore. It why? Makes, it makes me laugh so Ugh, much. I love what, it. saying it at the same time? Yeah, at the same time, time in the same way. I didn't way. say it. I didn't say You're it. You're not supposed to okay, say it. Okay, because I'm the no. guest. Yeah. You're yeah. the guest. Yeah. Gotcha. Y'all, we have a very, very special guest here today. I'm super excited. You're not going to oh. believe who we have here you today. You did double very. That's yes. very... Uh, double very. I don't know. Yeah. You probably already we, know who it is from based on, on his voice. Who? Uh, on our guest based yeah. on his voice it's uh it's well you've seen him in several movies you you complete me yeah that's right <laughs> yeah, i want you to help know me help you just help me help you help me help you you see the shirt i'm wearing i don't need any more you know why because i'm cooked and failure i two slice of bad pizza in the morning i grow a conscience <laughs> Woo! the fucking zoo's closed ray the fucking zoo's closed okay it's heaven everybody <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like my face is red from laughter already. <laughs> this is so good. Have you good. seen the new Top Gun Maverick? I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, I'm dying to see it's it. Pretty awesome. I mean, the timing of this couldn't be better. I'm, yeah. I've heard I nothing know. but good things. I mean, I was I can't even believe you were able to book me. I booked all week. I, I booked know. Solid. I think you are, you probably I'm are just kidding. booked. I was all like, week. when can I do this? When can I do this? <laughs> oh like, I was god, extremely please. yeah. I was like really anxious about being on your show. I was like, I need to be on the show. Why? Oh my god. Okay, so this is accomplished actor. Okay, he's an actor. He's a producer. Uh, He's also a Tom Cruise impersonator. Um, Evan Ferrante. I pronounced it correctly, right? Ferrante. You've been very, yes, very complimentary already. The very, very. Very. And and you said accomplished. Accomplished? I don't usually throw those into considering my attributes because, well, when I think of accomplished, okay? Okay. The same thing I think about wealth and and just, you know, success. Mm. I am accomplished in the sense that I haven't thrown in the towel yet, and I've been doing this since I was seven years old, and I'm 43. Mm. That is I got my SAG card in 1993. I got my equity card in 87. Damn. And I'm still doing it. Now, I've had unbelievable lows and some really good highs. I wouldn't say about unbelievable highs, but I've stuck with it. Mm. Persistence is everything, Mm. and I haven't given up. So, yeah, so you're accomplished. I would say so. I would also say successful. I would also say successful. I've had success. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Full of success. That's I love that. That perseverance is like, mm, this is what we needed to hear today, Jenny. Oh, no, I cried this morning. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. 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 I cried 10 minutes ago before I got Did here. Aww. On the way, just out, just getting out of my car on the way over to you. Aww. And then I wiped away the tears before I said hi. I really hope that's hi. true. Because yeah. 
I have cried a lot. <laughs> you know, I wish I was that emotionally in touch with myself. I I feel like I'm a little, I'm definitely you, jaded. I you mean, just obviously. suppressed it. Yeah. It just went um, deep inside It's suppressed. And then when I cry, I cry hard in movies. Certain Ooh. movies. Yeah, bring really out of me. Like yeah. The Natural. When you, you know The Natural? Anyone no. seen that? Oh, it's no. A, I mean, again, it's a baseball film, so I don't know. I, I'm not oh, a so huge... You're gone, you can only it's express a, but, but your you, feelings but through you, sports. Well, no, that's it. not true. I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> but like Field of Dreams, you don't need to love baseball to love that movie, you know? Sure. Yeah, true. So The Natural is also a magical film about a, a retired or someone who's way too old to be playing baseball, mm. but he he he's like the best. Okay. And, he, and, and it's a, it's the most incredible score, and every time he, he hits the ball... It's just like you cannot help but weep. Oh, In, oh tears of joy! By the way, this yeah. is not Schindler's List. Okay, <laughs> this You're is very, like, <laughs> this is very, very just the most beautiful. Just you feel so good for this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, and Glenn Close is in it. It's a beautiful film. I Kim, love Kim the Basinger, sports movie. Young Kim Basinger. Okay, but it's like a, it, you don't. It's just like Moneyball. You don't need to know uh-huh. about sports. Yeah, it's just like a good movie. You know, I'm not a big sports person. Like yeah. I played sports as a kid, and I yeah. feel like that was enough. Yeah, <laughs> but like I'm not a sports fan at all. By the way, I do. I was a musical theater jazz hands yes. Bob Fosse guy. Yeah, I was hippin'. I was corner of the sky. I'm still looking for my corner of the sky. Oh yes. All right, we're among. I our was a people. goth kid. This is goth. The thing. I was I a goth be. kid who also wanted to be a theater kid who nice. also. Um, but did you pursue theater when you were younger? I didn't. I was in like plays. You but wanted to be, but we're always. I wanted on the to. So I went to an arts side, high school, yeah. and I was a, a visual arts major. Okay. And in the middle of it, I was like, I think I'm going to switch to theater because mm-hmm. I really want to do it. And then I sat in a couple theater classes, and I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang kids. out with all the people who who they literally suck. sing. Stand by me. I mean, let's be honest. They could be annoying. They could be really rather annoying. Uh, Small doses, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but you are a theater kid on the inside, Jenny, because, like. Oh, yeah, deeply. Nobody loves a Ren Fair like this bitch, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, Ren Fair's fun. Ren Fair's fun, Mm -hmm. but let me. Let's talk about Ren Fair. I do want to just ask one quick question before we move to Ren Fair. Who would you rather be in a room with? Theater kids, like high school theater kids, yeah, who are totally obsessed, right? Or crypto bros, high school theater, theater kids. kids. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay, moving on. No, moving on. there's who no would you rather be in. <laughs> it's tough. It's oh <laughs> god, it's tough. No, I think theater kids. Yeah, because oh. I still would have some common ground. Yeah, you know? I think crypto bros could like be the secret to successfully like killing people's amount of time they spend on the internet mm. like if you go into any corner where there's a crypto bro talking you don't want to be in that space anymore I, I don't i'm not naming any names but again mm. before we move on to ren fair mm. i've dabbled in crypto myself yeah i'm not gonna talk crypto we all We've went, all we all went through the pandemic all, yeah. together but you've heard about this like this i don't know if you heard about it but it was a major news this this uh, luna coin Yes. Oh, it was yeah. pegged to the dollar and it's supposedly a stable coin and not mm-hmm. to get too, you know, detailed about it, but it crashed mm-hmm. and many people lost their entire life savings, mm-hmm. okay? And so I you know, I'm a dad right now, so I have a kid and, and I went to this this little park for kids um the other day. That makes me sound really bad. But, <laughs> but I am, I'm a dad. I was with my kid. I was with my child. I wasn't just sitting there. I wasn't just sitting there eating uh, Cheetos and looking at kids. But um, the point is, um, was that a pedo joke? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. So I don't, yeah, mean, that, I don't mean to make that. I did not sage for that. I don't mean to make that. Oh, my God. This was a sage for creativity, not for evil spirits. Um, so basically, I met a guy. Mm-hmm. Who immediately launched into a crypto tirade with me, oh. and he and he's like, by the way, not he, he just he dabbles in crypto, but went in yeah. went in deep because he got excited about it. He's a musician and an engineer and all these things, right? 
And so he has like a whole nother life, but he just got sucked into the crypto space. Yeah. And he asked me, because he, he, you know, I brought up the fact that I've been in the market since, you know, 2019 or 2017. And he was excited about the fact that I'm like, I've been in it for a while. He thought I knew stuff, right? Or I'm experienced. And he was like, join my crypto community. Oh, my no. group. We meet every Monday in Santa Monica, grab some beers and wings and talk crypto. And I was immediately in my head being like, no way will I ever <laughs> set foot in that bar. But he was he was he was pushy, but you know, I I didn't want to hurt his feelings because he's so excited about it. Yeah. So then flash forward you four went. months. I see him on the street and he's like a shell of his former self. Oh, no. He he lost a lot of his savings in, in the oh, Luna in the Luna no. scandal. And I and he's like I'm basically reevaluating my whole existence, my life, everything. Oh my god. This was the worst thing. I'm he kind of chuckled about it cuz when you're so sad you just have to laugh. Yeah. Cuz it's that bad. Oh. And I and anyway, so Renfair, okay? Okay. So Renfair, <laughs> I remember, I remember Connect where we're this circling to back crypto. to. So here's okay. my one issue with the Ren Fair. Okay. And I really want to know your thoughts, okay? Okay. Turkey legs now you can, not big enough. <laughs> no, they're big. They're, they're good. They're, they're, they're big legs. enough. They're that's big enough. Joke. Yeah. Turkey that's, that's what I got. <laughs> so I've gone every time I've gone, I've either been on some bit of mushrooms or or Classic. on a lot of a lot of edibles. Okay. Okay. Good choice. Now I've always had a good time for a certain period of time. And I yes. think the commitment that the that the actors, that the participants who are employed by this whoever owns the Ren Fair, they do a solid job. Mm-hmm. Here's what I, my problem. It's it's not Disneyland, okay? Now Disneyland, I understand, is a commercialized thing. It's yes. lost its magic. It's not. I mean, some people, some of my adult friends, still love Disneyland and find the magic yeah. in it. I can't anymore. Yeah. But same. Ren Fair for me, yes, there's a lot of activities, but every single participant there who is trying to get some money from me, they're soliciting every second. Yes. Mm. I don't like the solicitation, the constant solicitation. Mm. I just want to be left alone in my fairy tale (laughs) existence. (laughs) I don't want to be like, here, go throw this ball here or or just sling this arrow and and you can, and and $10, $15. You just want to people watch. I just want to either people watch, eat my turkey leg, trip my balls off, and enjoy this like st- uh, passes through time yes okay i'm gonna say this that's my only issue this it's so a big issue though. so yesterday i went to a convention yes. okay i went to a, a oh, monster i saw that you, you had a great outfit by the way you're i like, loved your makeup okay did you know what character i was i was in the I movie no, dolls from 1987 no i had no idea but it was, okay. it was amazing she gets her eyeballs gouged yeah, out yeah. i saw this movie when i was five <laughs> it's haunted did me you pay my whole for life someone to do your makeup no i did it myself you did not you're that, very talented that late it's a it's paper towels and liquid latex yeah, honestly job. Yeah. i'm very impressed do you make money off this because it was no excellent. i don't do you want me to fuck your face up <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess you're, some paper you're that desperate for work. I could do yeah. it. Sure. No, but you really are good at that. And I feel like you could have a side hustle doing that. Mm-hmm. I like, Would that well, interest you? I think I've, no. But I think I've always, <laughs> I've always, time de- so it's time consuming. Yeah. There's a, I'm not that good. I, I can I do like, good. I can do like quick on the fly. Passable. But like all those things, um, <clears throat> whoa, okay. I've always, since I was a kid, l- enjoyed dressing up, enjoyed doing weird makeup, costuming, all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I have in the closet full, I'm just full of costumes right now. Um, but what I've realized is that the Ren Fair, much like these conventions, is a place where you just go to be with like people totally. who like to dress up yes. and then will sell you things that relate to your dressing up. That's true. Right? It is so all related. Like, it's all related. It's the one place of the year you get to do it. Yes. Like now with the inter- you have the internet, you can kind of get it, do it all the time. Yeah. But it's like you go there and you're like, 
I need to buy chain mail. Here's the chain mail I need. Oh, I need this special limited ah. edition pewter mug. Here is where this mug will so be. So basically you're a real life RPG character. You, kind you're of. basically building your characters, adding to your yes. accessories, your costumes, uh, you know, enhancing your character. Yes. And yeah. so I like you, that. I like that. Like, I like that mindset. Now I'm thinking about it a little differently. So it's it's still yes. consumerism, but yes. it's consumerism with with a purpose. With a, with a, with a community, yeah, with, with a mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. And the idea that like this is the one place a year all of us get together and so like share this. So every year you this. go, you are you are upgrading. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so like, you wearing that costume just to walk your dog a little weird. Although in LA, normal. <laughs> but if you were in the middle of Minnesota, probably weird again. But like, yes. It, but you doing that with an entire group of people at a convention, totally normal. Like it's that's, fun. People yeah. are like, oh my god, you're looking at people all the time and effort they put into it and you're just like whoa yeah. this reminds me this is related of uh are you watching love on the spectrum on netflix uh, have oh, i finished yes. it yes i did it is oh my do i love unbelievable. it unbelievable i love these people i love How? all of them so much all of them it is the most heartwarming yes and it's 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 not you know it's reality show but everyone is totally pure and mm-hmm. themselves the most there's genuine no, there's no uh playing it up or hamming it up for the camera they just are themselves yes and it's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen i I really fell in love with everybody, but there yeah. was a Ren Fair episode. Yes, yeah. you know the one I'm I've talking been to about. that Ren Fair, and that character is Have hilarious. You? Of course, I've oh. been to that. Ren oh, where, where was that located? That was in that New was in York. No, that so he's from Boston. Oh. He's been to the one in Boston, which okay. is in Carver, but he's also oh, been to the know, one in New York. <laughs> I've been to both of those. Out. I've been to one. I went to one in New Jersey years ago. A big um, one in Jersey. The, I know New Jersey is a big one. Years the, ago. So the one in Minnesota, the one in Carver, Massachusetts, they didn't go to has the torture museum and the torture museum oh, oh. So they offer two bucks things. yeah it's like a maze you pay two bucks you okay. go in and it's all really bad animatronics from the 80s nice. and muffled sounds from bad speakers and pornography mannequins dressed up in renaissance fair yeah it's very weird are, are, is there just one company or se- there's few several companies own? there's one big one okay. that does like Minnesota, Bristol, uh, they and must a couple make it other killing. ones. They must make it but this isn't a Renaissance Fair podcast. <laughs> a, oh, we're not going to talk about this for the next hour? We, we could. This, this relates cosplaying cosplaying yes. co- relates very much to something that sure. you oh my God. do Jenny just does sure. not want to talk about Ren Fair anymore I always talk about Ren Fair no no listen <laughs> you were done That's and you true. made a point of it and now we're she never going like... to talk about it again I will not go I there talk, you know I will what? not segue I would... back I will not talk about love and the spectrum anymore no I do want to talk about love and the spectrum it's so good. We'll I really do so I would know I want to talk about on because it's so good they're so in love and genuine genuine else is genuine the thing that you do yes I do okay here it is I'm just trying to I'm just trying to for sure let's move it along I want I want this you to talk about podcast, you. Yeah. I want to talk about you. That's okay. why you're here. Talk, talk to me. So well, we gotta. So talk to me, Goose. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Oh, it's so for, good. Okay, we met on a project. Yes. On a. Um, Are we even allowed to oh, talk about I, it? We'll just talk about it. Okay. It was weird. Yeah. Oh. I enjoyed it. Did yeah. you enjoy it? I did. I did. I, re- I had a fun time. Yes. It was certainly were a great you, life experience. You were married on it, if I remember correctly. Is that right? We, we were. were. Were we yeah. married? We, I mean, it was more of a, a relationship. I mean, we, we might not have been married, but we had a kid. It's true. We had walked a in on us say. having sex. Yeah, we had a yeah. sub-dom relationship. We were doing, doing burlesque <laughs> sub-dom relationship. Yeah. And you were both <laughs> yes? Yes. Okay, okay you're saying too much already. Okay. <laughs> See, that is a no-no, a big no-no. Now I have to I have to jump off a bridge Now we have to kill ourselves. Yeah, I can't exist anymore because we've just broken our airtight NDA. Which Atlanta. seven lawyers said. I don't me. think oh, I did. Atlanta. I sign one. I probably signed one. Um, yeah, I had to sign one. Yeah, but uh, I, I was scolded for posting a picture that was totally nondescript and unrelated to anything. I don't even think I was in makeup. I wasn't even Clint. I no, I did one with. 
up. Sorry, I said it again. Oh no! But um, but wait, anyway, we'll just the beep, show is we'll like. Ble- wait, wait, wait! Can we just can you we beep, beep out? out? Yeah, that would be hilarious. Just beep it out. <laughs> now beep it out. I mean, I'm going to because it will add to the humor of it. But um, but uh, yeah, it was it was. Look, I met some great people on it, yeah. and I had fun. Um, I would love to see it one day. It'd be fun to have a screening. Oh yeah. But we literally shot this two years ago, I think. It was a pilot. Was right? it two oh, years it was, ago? No, it was or a year April and a half 2021. Ago? Oh, you remember? Wow. Yes. Because, it was like, I mean, it was like a dream. April was, was like a, a rough year. A blur, like a total mm-hmm. dream to me, because mm-hmm. it was during COVID, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was and like it was like in the middle of COVID. It was right when stuff had like amped up again. Yeah. yeah. And oh yeah, because uh, we had to take tests and everything. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. So I remember getting the call for it. Um, the producer contacted me because she saw she saw a reel that I did. Yeah. That went viral that she really liked. Huh. Oh, nice. And then she came and saw me do stand up, and then they were like, "Do you want to do this?" Yeah, it and seemed I was like they were targeting social media kind of yeah. talented people, people who had yeah. done sketch comedy through social yeah. social media. Yeah. yeah. And then. I think when we met, you were dressed up as Tom Cruise. Right. Um, I don't know. What, I I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like random. Okay, but I'll like, just take yeah, it in. Because I was like, what? Who are these people? Right. I didn't yeah. know anyone there. I was like, who are these people? We're all dressed as whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then there was Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which again, I don't understand the tie-in, but I whatever. You know, the show is yeah. like a wild, crazy, zany show, and. Anything goes, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's how we met, and uh, I'm glad we met. And I love all your stuff. I love your oh, comedy. Thank Maybe you. not all of it. No, I love all that's of it. Fine. You don't have to <laughs> love but, um, all of it. But I, I think you're hilarious, and I and you're I a love doer. Most of your comedy. You're a doer. You I know? hope so. Look, I have my I have my uh, to do list from yeah. from the second. You're not lazy, is what I'm saying. No, like you're thank very you. productive, very proactive. Capricorn energy, baby. Mm-hmm. You're like Aren't you I Earth want. Sign? Uh, What's your Taurus? I don't know. Is yeah, you are. Sign? Okay, great. It is. That's, yeah, that's why we get along. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, derailed yeah. it. Okay, go ahead. Well, I don't know. I Please mean, shower what, me it, more. Am I supposed, am I, what am I supposed to talk about? The, no, okay, the, the, so the show, the the show we worked on. So or? we worked on the show, yeah. but you before that, you told me the very interesting story about how you got into yes. actually doing Tom Cruise impersonations. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I'll recount that. You recount it now, please. Sure. Let me recount and it and go. go. So 1996 was the year. Um, well, 97 was the year, but 96 was the year Jerry Maguire just came out. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. Yeah, I have it tattooed on my back. Did you go to the Jerry Maguire uh, <laughs> exhibition thing? No. Wait, what? Well, you didn't oh, wait. That? Oh, you mean the one with the videotapes? Yeah, yeah. Of course I went to that. Okay, thank God. Everything is terrible. Yes. Yes. And they hired me. Sorry. Oh, they hired, they hired me to do their event or something. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's Not the fantastic. pyramid of the desert. So the, the so first of all, everything is terrible for those who don't know. They like uncover these like old VHS tapes that are really cringy and mm-hmm. they post them like essentially, right? Yeah. And they but they are obsessed with Jerry Maguire and the Jerry Maguire cassette tapes that you find at Goodwill and they just collected them. They just like it was like their their mission in life is to their mission statement was to uh to collect as many Jerry Maguire cassette tapes as possible <laughs> and then build a pyramid out in jo- Joshua Tree or the desert. I don't oh know if they succeeded God. in that. I don't but remember they, hearing they made, about the pyramid. They, yeah, they made like this whole thing. They just devoted their life to it. Uh, I, I, again, I, they might have moved on with things, but they were working on this for like two years. So anyway, I, I went to one of their events and did that. But I, I got started with Jerry Maguire. That's what, that's what uh, kind of pushed me into it but it wasn't Jerry Maguire as much as my friend Alex who uh, we were both freshmen at Boston University so I went to school in Boston we were 17 18 years old 
uh, trying to meet people, uh, especially young women, you know, trying mm-hmm. to like, you know, um, in Boston just, is a hard place to socialize. To do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, well, there's 60 universities, like the easiest place to meet people. <laughs> but we were living in a, we were living in Howard Johnson hotel yeah. oh, at Boston university. Very because familiar. We, Cause it was a con, it was a, a consequence to our, filling the paperwork out late. Oh. So they put us in this hotel, about 60 freshmen, I think. I don't know. Something wow. Like that. So we, we had two floors of the hotel, wow. and then the rest of it was inhabited by hotel guests. And um, so it wasn't the most social atmosphere because we had to go out of our way to meet people. Yeah. So my friend Alex concocted a scheme where he would, he, he did a Jean-Claude Van Damme impression that was pretty awesome. <laughs> and he said to me, you know, you have... Tom Cruise's mannerisms and his his voice, just his natural voice and his pregnant pauses and just his his just uh, maybe his, a little bit of a nasal kind of voice and because um, Tom Cruise has a bit of a nasal kind of quality to it. Yeah, if you think bit. about it, yeah. he's, he's up here. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds fun. What do you want to do? He's like, well, let's just come up with like an Abbott and Costello routine and just play off mm. of each other and I'll do some Jean-Claude Van Damme lines, you do some Jerry Maguire lines like the Help Me Help You or you, you know, uh, Dorothy Boyd, thank you, you know. <laughs> I'm looking for my wife um, and, uh, and we'll just run with it and yeah. just knock on doors and meet women that way. And that's what we did. And oh it, it wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't think about doing this as a profession or a career at all. And I was an actor growing up. I was a child actor. Um, but I never imagined this would produce any sort of income. Not only that, I never thought it would be like the best income I would ever make as an actor. Yeah. Because wow. I, you know, I've, I've again, I, I did I mention that I was a SAG actor since the nineteen ninety three. I did yeah. say that on, on air. Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. I just wondering. So my point is that I've been doing this such a long time, and I've had very good agents. I've met with the best casting directors in New York at the time, and some very good ones out here. I worked with you know some high profile people, but I never have had the kind of success with Tom, you know, versus Tom Cruise. Like the Tom Cruise success I've had is unparalleled to what I did as an, as an actor growing mm. up. Yeah. Um so I'm very very fortunate. It could have been, you know, I could have sounded or acted like someone far less star-worthy or, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a name right now. I just can't think of any other actor other than Tom Cruise. Peter well, I mean, Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. Perfect right. example. Right. Now I love Peter Sarsgaard. I was going to say him. Nicole Kidman for but some But he would but. not he would not <laughs> Yeah, Nicole Kidman. I don't sure. think he could do Nicole sure, Kidman. Sure, sure, I could do that. I could do Nicole Kidman, but um, just don't move your face. But the, yeah, exactly. So wow, she is talking about being a shell of your former self because I, you know, I, I've loved Nicole Kidman from a young, like yeah. younger, you know. But nowadays, it's like basically unrecognizable. And she still acts through her her mask. Yes, she does. Yeah, but she Which she acts the wild. hell out of it. Have you but seen I, her? I, I, as I'm Lucy? not as big of a fan. Yeah. she was fantastic. Holy she shit! Because I didn't think that was. I was like, doesn't seem like the best casting. Like Deborah Messing. Totally, totally. Better. Everyone was and fighting for Deborah Messing, but right. But, but I I really good. think she she nailed it, or at yep. least the she embodied uh, the character really well. And. Uh, and Javier and, and everything, but also yeah. having dabbled in Botox oh, yeah, for yeah. a minute—that is—it is very hard to act through when your muscles through, don't move. Exactly, your, face. your 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 expressions are limited. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. Um, but anyway, I am blessed, and I, I always joke I'm blessed and cursed to have Tom Cruise's vocal cords. There really hasn't been any cursing. It's it's been a wonderful yeah. experience. I have gotten sometimes tired of doing it and been like, I want to mm. just move on with my life I would love to just like make a windfall of money and then just do something else yeah um, because it is tiring you know That's at fair. 43 it's tiring like 10 years ago I had more energy to yeah. to 
laugh and, and, and jump on couches and slide across the floor in my tidy whiteies. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. these days, it's like it just wears on you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, a, a good, a really amazing, I guess if I can imagine doing this in some capacity but not doing it always as a live appearances would be if just voiceovers and animation mm-hmm. would be a dream. If yeah. I could just get booked doing voiceovers and animation for the rest of my life as Tom Cruise, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so maybe knock on wood. Is that real wood? Is yeah. that, is um, that laminate? Is that uh, laminate? There's or? a piece of wood okay. right That's next real to you. There you there go. You go. Okay. What about, uh, I mean, would you do? You have a lot of success over Cameo. Yeah. Would you just do, what if you could just do that? But in your cameos, do you do the the yeah. tiny whities in the running around? No, I didn't. I mean, it's all it's all. Well, yeah. that's funny that you said it. You're right. I was like going to say it's all audio. Of course, it's video, but it's um. I don't do. I've never done the tidy whities on, mm. on cameo. But you've been asked. I've been asked once, and I said, nope, that's a higher price. You've point. been asked <laughs> many things. Yeah, of course, of course. I well, I recently had a really cool one where I was asked to propose to someone on their behalf. Oh. Which was really awesome. Oh, wow. that is kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. A, it was a beautiful thing to be a part of. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I've done. I've done a lot of fun things on Cameo, and I, I've had a lot of success off Cameo. I, could I? You know, I think if I kept doing it, because Cameo, even though it doesn't require a ton of time, mm-hmm. I do use. Not that I dial in because I don't. I really put on like a good show for two, two to three minutes, or two, you know, two and a half minutes. Um, I don't do like quick little happy birthday videos. I do yeah. like a real. Mm-hmm. A real performance, but I I do use a template of sorts, yes. and I kind of switch things around, like Mad Libs, plug in the highlights that they want me to add. Yeah, but um, you know, creatively, it's not it's not yeah. stirring my soul. You know, it's like it. I I would love to, and th- again, this is on me. Like I could create another template or another, you know, or just just kind of free verse or free whatever yeah what is that called when you rap and you free freestyle freestyle yeah yeah i could i could do more stream of consciousness you know i could like, yeah. maybe take yeah. maybe take a little edible and write something fucking new and fresh <laughs> yeah. but um because sometimes that brings me out of me if it's the right edible and straight yeah uh-huh. but um i feel like i should do some edible i feel like edibles, I, I have a love-hate relationship with all of that because mm-hmm. most of the time it doesn't produce anything worthwhile but yeah. occasionally it does occasionally occasionally i think i'm a genius yeah um, and everyone knows that you're not but but, but i still feel like I'm, yeah. I'm at least creating something whether yeah. it's shit or whether it's I mean, I whether it's cool thing. it's yeah. at least creating something new and fresh what do you feel like if you could like what would be something that is creatively fulfilling to you yeah so i mean i want I, i'd love to move outside of the cruise thing but i have i, I do have a couple creative things i would like to do with cruise mm-hmm. that would again take it to a a new fresh level a new uh you know not that this is stale what i'm doing right now but you know you can only do it for so long you got to pivot you got to yeah evolve but so let me start with number one okay the one thing that i i could see myself doing and i think is a really good idea my my partner lily is helping me with this um cultivated is do keynote presentations as tom cruise okay but, but also as myself so yeah. I go in and out of character. Um, and the reason being is because I already do corporate events, yeah. Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, but I travel around the world doing these these uh, sales conferences. And I'm hyping up the crowd. I'm like, you know, couch jumping and running on stage, high-fiving. But I do, I you know, I, I have purposeful messaging yeah. that's that, that the company gives me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm always working with sales, salespeople and CTOs, CEOs, COOs for these big conferences. So if I could bring my own keynote to the table, 
and get hired as a, as a public speaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a dream for me because then again, I, I, you know, I, I tailor it to each client, but I have a template mm-hmm. and I can charge a lot of money for it. Yep. Now, in order to do that, in order to charge a lot of money, like some people that I know who do this make thirty to 60000 a, a speaking that's engagement. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's a life I would want to have. You yeah. Know? And I do like 50 to 100 of them a year. Yep. You know? Wow, and yeah. And it's, it's like then I can travel the world and do what I want. It's like that would be a dream and I also can inspire people and I'm not saying I'd be like the Tom Cruise, Tony Robbins, but I, I feel like there is something there. It's somewhat motivational. It's And the, the, the theme would be, of course, what I've learned and soaked up through the years as a Tom Cruise impersonator about the biggest star in the world, the attributes that make Tom Cruise tick. Yeah. Mm. His confidence, his energy, his eye contact, his mm-hmm. like, his, his just, you know, what makes him so successful. And, 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 and I'm like a neurotic Jew from New York. Yeah. I guess it's all the same thing, but <laughs> basically <laughs> I'm, it's like fight club, you know, Tyler Durden and Edward Norton, yeah. like that kind of dichotomy, that Jekyll and Hyde personality. Mm. I live half of my day is Evan Ferrante, a little bit neurotic, a lot neurotic, but I've gotten better. And then Tom Cruise is like uber confident, transcendent human yeah. being. Mm. And so I think that that, those things that I've learned, I can then uh, put that, you know, um, inspire others and and, and disp- dispense wisdom yeah. um, to to salespeople, you know, from different companies around the world. I think that, so I that's think my, is, that's a big idea. Yeah, I think there's definitely something really important there about like, the idea of like being this other character and bringing that into who you are. Right. And teaching people that like the same way as like you're acting or like when I'm on stage and I'm like this ultra confident, like sexual fun individual, it's like, okay, well bringing that, that is still you, right? Like Mm -hmm. you were still able to encapsulate these things of Tom Cruise, but bringing it into your everyday and Mm -hmm. teaching other people to do that. I think is really important because I think that people don't, well, I want to help like, people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I want to help people, but I want to get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. And you these, these companies have the it. money, but again, if I can mm-hmm. help people, it's of a value to them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think um, this could be something that could carry me on into uh, retirement. Um, and then the other thing that's really creative um, has to do with kind of like my love of, I was a producer for many years. Yeah. So I, and and uh, I've written like two scripts, but this is something I've written and I, um, I would love to make one day and it's kind of like a magic mic kind of story or, or, but, but much more of a creative license. Like it's, uh, it's not so grounded in reality. Mm. Um, It's a little bit like American psycho meets magic mic meets uh, the wrestler. And essentially it's about a, it's about a, a down and out Tom Cruise impersonator who's, who had his glory days in the past who works the Hollywood oh, yeah. Boulevard strip? Okay? Oh yeah, which, I, exactly which, what I which by the way, I don't do. Yeah, and, I, and I, it's not yeah. that it's below me, but I've never done it. I don't really want to do that. No, but I, you know, just taking pictures with tourists on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who have. Um, include and and the idea came to me because of this dark fantasy I had revolving around a. Um, a competitor of mine. Mm. Okay, <laughs> so there's another Tom Cruise impersonator. Oh shit! Okay, who's who's like a really a young guy, very nice guy by yeah. the way, young guy, but he has infringed on my territory. Okay, uh-huh. so it's okay. all about territory, you know, territorial space. And I yeah. say that because, like, look, I can't do this forever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this I'm just I'm defending this guy right now. Yes. Obviously, I got to pass the torch to someone. Yes. But I've been doing it, and there was there was an impersonator before me, by the way, who got older, and mm-hmm. you know. So, so 
I do understand this. And I, I yeah. think it's just a cycle of Tom Cruise impersonators, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but there's a guy in San Diego. You guys are like phoenixes. There's a guy just... in San Diego who's a fantastic lookalike. So yes. I'm giving him props. And he he tries his best to do the voice and everything, but he does kind of have he's a French guy, so he has a French oh. accent. Oh okay? no, he's a French Tom Cruise. But, but no, but no one really that. cares that much because he kind of looks and embodies him yeah. so much, and he has yeah. like he's a really good maverick Tom Cruise, and has like, you know, I have the flight suit, too, I have the navy whites, I have all of that, yeah. but he's got like like down to the he's got like the helmet he's got the all the things that go all the accessories that go with the, the outfit yeah he's got it all he's invested the time and energy and money into this persona yeah and he gets hired for a lot of these events so i thought i've had dark fantasies okay, okay? Mm-hmm. and it, it involves um the, so the movie is 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 me as an aging tom cruise impersonator who had his glory days 10 years ago and maybe had some big success but now he's just taking pictures with tourists on hollywood boulevard yeah and he's on one side, maybe near the wax museum, right? You know? mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one day, this younger, more attractive, fresh on the street, fresh on the scene, oh. cruise impersonator is on the other side of, of the Hollywood Boulevard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he starts, you know, cleaning up over there. And like the, all, the, all the attention that Everybody I got, goes. they're all just moving oh. over to him, right? And yeah. so, you know, it's about jealousy. It's about territory. And this is the first setup of the movie, the 50, first 15 minutes yeah. establishing my character, yeah. you know, kind of like the wrestler, you know. And um, I get to know him because you always want to befriend your enemies, get close to your enemies, mm-hmm. right? The Godfather Take, we, said it best. We, we go to we go to the diner mm-hmm. afterwards, you know, and maybe just break bread a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, to, you know, he asked he maybe he even is he admires me a little bit because mm-hmm. he, he knew about me, but I still have this like seething je- jealousy, yeah. right, you know, within me. So. Um, there was a st- just quick little. It's not a segue. It's part of the same story, but basically, there was a Superman, uh, a very famous Superman uh, lookalike who was on Hollywood mm-hmm. Boulevard. I forgot the guy's name, but he'd been doing it forever. Oh, I know this story. He w- he was mugged. Yeah. They stole everything from him. His cape, his everything, right? And lost his dignity. It was just like really sad. He was also a drug addict. That's how he died. He died recently. Oh. I, but I've but heard about him. the saddest thing to me, and he had to GoFundMe, and they raised a lot of money to get his get his outfit back, get his yeah. dignity mm-hmm. back. He just like he was gone. Like he was gone emotionally. Everything was just just yeah. broke it broke him right. Yeah. So I thought that could happen to my character. Like I'm I'm brutally mugged. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a horror comedy, by the way. Yeah, oh, no, I know. love so this. So I'm brutally, I'm brutally like, so into so this. Check this yeah. out. And a lot of a lot of people have liked it and have encouraged me to make this. So we are encouraged as Donnie positive. Yes. We are ex- good, good, good. godly raising, positively so encouraging. So I'm right completely now. broken, right? Yes. And I'm rebuilding myself. Um, yeah. From you know not just physical, you know, maybe my teeth are knocked out, whatever. And like my teeth are everything with Tom Cruise. The teeth are everything. That is true. So, <laughs> so, but my glasses are broken. Teeth. My That's wig true. is stamp, stamp, stomped on, stomped on, stamped on, it's stomped on. <laughs> and it's all, you know, basically it's just, yeah. a, it was just an awful day. I was yeah. really mugged the by, by these. The tooth thing breaks yeah. you. And they took, yeah. maybe I had a really good day that day on the Hollywood Boulevard. They yeah. took all my money, of course. So, you know, it's, it's a lot for me to rebuild myself, but, um, during that time, the younger Tom Cruise, Cruise impersonator is really cleaning up. But something the cruise, the younger Cruise impersonator sets me off one day, right? Mm-hmm. Where I end up in a fit of passion and rage, murdering him. Yes. I love okay? this. I'm, so I, I so like American Psycho, there. like American yes, Psycho, I devolve into madness, okay? Mm-hmm. And my, my personas of this 
character, let's call him Evan, and Tom Cruise merge into one yeah. to this madness. Mm. And I start to, one by one, pick off, like Promising Young Woman. You know that movie? Yes. yes. I start to pick off the people in my life who have wronged me. Uh-huh. I start to trigger these these uh, memories that have been uh, repressed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you really start to get to know who I was before. Because, you, know, bef- you know, in the beginning, like just, the ex-wife, you just see me at present. The, Whatever it is. Right. Or an yeah. old manager who maybe old molested manager, me. Yeah. Yes. Horrible shit. But, yeah. but I'm going to do it as like a dark, dark, dark comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still more, ear- more, uh, more veering on the side of darkness because I don't want it to be slapstick. Yeah. There, yeah. Might be, there might be moments where... When I kill people as Tom Cruise, you can't help but make it, you know, almost like a Taika Waititi kind of film, like just right. outrageous, yeah, like a volleyball death or I like some like... kind of death by by a pool, you know, because he plays pool and yeah. like color yeah. money. But something, every death is Tom Cruise inspired. Yeah, oh, I love this. Okay, yeah, I love it. And, so and, it, bu- and it builds to a crescendo. Involved. It builds to a crescendo. Yeah. But you can't help but wonder is, you know, is the whole thing in my mind, you know, because it's it's madness and it's insane. Yeah. Um, but it's it really is about jealousy, identity, um, you know, just. Yeah. Just this, the, also the business. There's cool. also, OK, yeah. a death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I fucking oh my God. love that movie. There's a lot of yeah. references. That's a really good one. Death to Smoochie is a really I good love, one. Yeah. It did not get the. the the no. praise it should have. Ed Norton and yeah. and uh, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams. so oh good God. in that movie. Amazing. Um, yeah. No, this is a very this is very but exciting. Yes, you, you, you heard it here you first, everybody. It. Yeah, you got it. This is the movie because I feel like too that there is like this with to Tom Cruise there is a ticking clock on it. So I think the title of this indie film is called "There Is No Substitute" because that's a very uh, that's a big Tom Cruise line in Risky Business. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he's talking about the Porsche, there is mm-hmm. no substitute. Um, and I also like it because. It's it's all about like two competitive Tom Cruises. Yeah, I mean, it's not all about that, but that's what that's the inciting incident of the movie. Yeah. So do you think he should actually die in the end though? The other one? Wait. Or stop? No, 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 wait, wait. No. Because is there like no. a redeeming quality? No. Do you redeem this too character? Much I, I do at think. This point. Well, There's no, so it's good. Spoilers. I haven't I haven't really thought about how it's going to end. Other all right, than, we're going to workshop other this. Other than <laughs> off off air. He's not. I, yeah. I don't even. I wouldn't even call him a, a, a even a tragic hero. I, I don't think you want to. You really get behind him. Yeah. Because you know you know the movie. Like like this is pure horror, but Maniac. Have you heard of that one? I've not seen Maniac. But that yes. was, um, I believe, that was um, uh, Elijah Wood, The Hobbit. Yeah. And and he, <laughs> uh, but he was the Maniac killer, and it was from yeah. his point of view. It was like a point of view kind of film. Yeah. But um, you don't, you know, it's you don't get behind these characters. You're just like it's it's a suspenseful film. It's a, yeah. It's a thrill ride, but you could also just find the the natural humor in it. Uh, in, in the, also, I would I would I would add a, um, a similar kind of because it's quirky. Uh, Scorsese's film, not that I'm comparing myself to Scorsese, but um, uh, what's the one that's really underrated? Oh, with, is uh, it the 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 guy goes out for the night and there all these crazy things happen to him? No, but that's a really good one too. Which one I love was that. That, that one? That's called After Hours. After Hours. With, yeah. Have you seen yeah, After yeah, Hours? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have. No, it I w- is weird. Okay. It's yeah. weird and makes no sense. Yeah. Great. I was talking about the De Niro one where he's uh, he taxi he kidnapped. Taxi no, he kidnapped. No, no, no. Well, that's what he I thought. He kidnaps. He kidnaps Jerry. He kidnaps the comedian. Oh, the King of Comedy. King of Comedy. Oh. So that's really one of my favorite movies ever. And so I do think there's a little King of Comedy in this too. Yeah. Because it is also about fame and about about. Just holding on to that last, that bottom rung, like that desperation to cling to your former glory. Yeah. And I think that's something that's very relatable, especially, I mean, maybe just for actors and (laughs) and musicians and comedians. But 
it's a relatable the, uh, you know theme just to want a whole or you know, I guess it could relate to other industries too you know you everyone for the most part has had some success in their life and maybe yeah. has moved past it and they're not as successful as they once were but com- competition and what that does to you is, is yes. something that people have, have grappled well, it's with like top yeah. sales guy yeah, top sa- sales it. is a great example. Young dude comes in, yes, knows yes, how yes. to social media, knows how to do all yeah. this stuff. Top sales dude's like, I don't know that stuff. Sure. And he's yeah. any anyways getting pushed towards retirement because yeah. yeah. whatever reason. Well, I mean, being right. a stylist, that's true. Yeah. Like, being a stylist, oh, yeah. it's like, yeah. I'm, I like I love that thing of the person being surprised that the costume designer for Euphoria was a woman who's 40. You know, like... <laughs> It's it's crazy because I I look at that I'm 37 years old and I'm yeah. like I've got two or three more years left in me yeah. before I'm too old for this officially yeah. according right. to I mean that does something to your world. psyche yeah yeah and uh, yeah I think so I think it's very relatable I'm workshopping now I'm trying to really like nail the themes down yeah and also the the style of the filmmaking I want mm-hmm. and and I just want to write something that's that's impactful but in a you know an entertaining but also suspenseful sort of way. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect it to win any awards, but I do want it to be. Some, I expect ve- it to. It's a vehicle for yeah. myself. Um, but I think this is freaking brilliant. But I think. It, but I think it could be. It could be great. Yeah. I just have to get it to that point. I also feel like indie film is is gonna have it's unique. I yeah. think that indie in film is gonna have a comeback. Like I feel like it's kind of it. It may like, yeah. yeah, it's gonna get yeah. a resurgence because I feel like people the are really next Harvey Weinstein. Exactly, that's just, you, uh, man. Just <laughs> no, um, but like people no. are, I think people are exhausted with the Marvel um, movies just getting made. Is. Oh yeah, over For, and over. I, I had Marvel fatigue eight years ago. Yeah, five years ago, six years ago. Is it the only reason yeah. people go to theaters anymore? I, I mean, think that's, so. I mean, I mean, it seems like that's all that's ever playing. I mean, blockbusters in general. Um, oh my god! You know, just like yeah. look at Top Gun. I mean, I'm not pooing on that, but poo-pooing or poop, whatever <laughs> but the point is i and listen listen i <laughs> i have an affinity for cruise but yes. I, i'm not like a mega i'm not like yeah. a huge fan like i, I like them a lot. i love that you're like i'm a fan i don't have i don't have a shrine okay <laughs> right? but know. i do isn't your i do appreciate him i appreciate his commitment to the yeah. craft and to mm-hmm. and to just in, just to entertaining people in general yeah. yeah and um loved him in magnolia you know oh yeah he's brilliant in that oh, God. I, he's had some that's one of my favorite he's held his own there. against major actors like you know, not only in Magnolia with like the best, one of the best casts ever, but yeah. look at uh, Rain Man with Dustin Hoffman. He held yeah. his own. Sure. Um, sure. But that being said, like I, I don't, I would love to see Tom Cruise in another Magnolia. I would love yeah. to see him yeah. in, work with another P.T. Anderson or someone like that and not just keep churning out these sequels and these franchises. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Because we all, yeah. like they're all kind of merging into one another in my mind. Like I, I don't really, I can't really tell the difference. Yeah. Like the Mission Impossibles are basically Bond films. Like they're all one right. and the same. Yeah. Right. Um, I never really am that concerned for his safety or well-being. I always know he's going to get out of it. Um, so the, sta- the stakes, even though they're so high, they're not really that high. He never dies. You're Top right. Gun, let's just talk about that. Even though I'm not ruining anything for you, but the one thing that I just think they played it really safe. Oh. Yeah. Because, because you got to understand, and it's, it's a little bit manipulative, okay? They're coming across in the film to their audience, to people who love the film. And listen, yeah. I love the film. I enjoyed it very much. But they're... 100% it's engineered just like Mr. Holland's opus to make as much Great money as, as much money as humanly possible yeah. and to manipulate the <laughs> hell out of you. Okay? Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump but Forrest Gump I think is a better movie. Okay. Um, Mr. Holland's opus obviously checked the boxes and I cried. Yeah. I had Kleenex by my side. Yeah. But 
I, it was very manipulative. Like, right. obviously, yeah. you're going to fucking cry. A music cry. teacher right. with a deaf child? Yeah, like, it's engineered what? to make you cry. Okay? I can't watch. I can't watch. So, Top Gun. What? Like Top Gun. It irritates me. Yeah, it is, it's a little irritating. <laughs> well, because you feel like a sucker. Okay? Well, uh, yeah. So, Top Gun. Yeah. Is engineered to make as much money as humanly possible, yes. which is what it's doing right now. But you know the major reason why they're they're making so much money, other than it being a, you know, thirty six years after a, uh, after one of the first blockbusters, you know, like Jaws and that and yeah. Indiana Jones, like it. There's no definable en- enemy. There's no definable enemy, so they don't piss off any distribution or exhibition potential. Uh. There's no region. Yeah, of the enemy right. is a, a faceless enemy. When in your entire life, in yeah. any movie that you've ever seen, have you had a faceless, uh-huh. nameless, regionless uh, antagonist ever? Yeah. yeah. Ever. It, Never. I mean, other than like a Halloween, I suppose. You don't know who this person right. is. You don't know what nationality they are, race they are, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a slasher film. It doesn't matter. But in terms of like you're going to war against someone, it's, you have no idea who they are. It's, it's like G.I. Joe. They okay? like make up. A, like it's they, really they strange. They, I'm surprised they didn't even just like make up a but, country. But it's like... purposeful. As producers, you know, yeah. they're doing it so that they can make as much money as humanly possible. Yeah. And. Panoslavia. And it's yeah, smart. It's not it's the smart Chechnyans from or whatever. Fun, exactly. No, they can't yeah, do that because yeah. you want to make some money in Chechnya. No, just make That's it, true. Yeah, so just make I don't know how much country. money, $60,000 you can make, but they want that $60,000. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know? I just had a thought. I've never seen a movie. I don't think I've seen a movie a foreign movie where the Americans have been the enemies that have like mm. come here to America. The Americans I, have been the exist. enemies. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. Mm. It doesn't come, it doesn't make it here. I guess <laughs> doesn't get distribution like, nope. here. No, that I, wouldn't know. do well. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it only does well if it's Americans making fun of Americans in that way. That's like true. Like an stone type thing. I could see. Happening. Yeah. It was satirical films. Yeah. 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 Hmm, that's yeah. a really good point. But um, that being said, I, I you know, I, I understand it checks all the quadrants of like success. Like I understand yeah. it's so writings on the wall why it's made so much money. Yeah, sure, of course. You know, I've heard, I've heard it's the nostalgia. Very by good. the way, we all, oh, we, we all are, are so tied to nostalgia. Yeah. We're that's so why, deep in that's it. why Stranger Things has done so well yeah. because of eighties nostalgia. D and D. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's not the D and D part, but the, but D and D's had a resurgence. Look at what happened I play recently. I D and D. Look at I love like Kate Bush, right? Oh, yeah. Kate yeah. Bush has now had a resurgence. She's like number one on the charts because of running is. running up she that is. fucking yeah. hill. She's yeah. been running up that hill for years, but now these new millennials or Gen Zs or whoever mm-hmm. are now discovering Kate Bush for the that first time. That is so wild Isn't to me. So funny. That and is it's, so it's wild. wild. I think what's also funny is it's I, I I haven't watched the entirety of the new season yet, but as far as I can tell, it's just like at the end of one episode. It is, and that's I it. I just saw right? the first episode of season four. It's featured in that, yeah. not even the full song, no. but it's you know it showcases how awesome the song is, and and it is suck. It's know. a fucking good song, so I mean it makes it's sense, but it's also one of yeah. those things where it's like it's it. That's also testament to how good of a song it is that it could literally roll at the end of an episode and it runs up to the and also too like social media. So many Gen when I, X when I was a, like, by the way when I was a kid watching movies and TV shows. I never, I guess we didn't have the internet back then, but I didn't look up stuff like, yeah. oh, that song. I need to know who wrote that song. Yeah. I'm right. going to check, or I even stayed well, to the credits. No you get the credits. Yeah. yeah. You get the credits, but I, like, I didn't care that much. I just enjoyed the whole experience, but I wasn't like ravenously then following that artist mm-hmm. afterwards. And really, like, like here's a good example. I, I was that person. Well, but, but I was like, totally so, that so um, but here's a good example. <laughs> I guess I had MTV back then, and that was yeah. my, but like Robert Palmer, I suppose it was, or. Who did Simply Irresistible? I guess that was Robert Palmer. I think but so. But who did the song? And I know Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. But um, uh, Back to the Future, okay? Yeah. So Back to the Future, yeah. one of the main theme songs in that, um, I, 
forgot the Book of Love maybe or some kind of some major song in, in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I didn't like need to know. I just like loved the song and like maybe I saw the singer on MTV, but I didn't like I didn't like follow that artist. I don't know. It's like a, yeah. I just love the movie. I just like saw yeah. for what it was yeah. and didn't just kids today are like really they're just I don't know. I, I wonder if TikTok the, has something to do with it, though. Yeah, TikTok, so it's sure. The same with like. Oh, the, sure, because I'm sure there were when, many TikTok. Yeah, exactly. When the ocean spray dude. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Was they had then a uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac went up to the charts and yeah, it was like number just one. So connected I mean, now. social media yeah. makes a big difference, yeah. but also too the yeah, way Fleetwood we consume Mac, exactly. media is different now because now yeah. it's all encompassing. I mean, look at like Comic Con; you can have a full immersive experience of whatever is your favorite TV show or whatever. That's like, yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways in which now the way we consume stuff mm. is not just it's not just like oh you can buy the action figure now it's like mm-hmm. you can go to the con and meet the the p- actors yep. who are in it mm-hmm. and you can go walk through an immersive experience podcast and you graphic novel yeah. wear it all so exactly. many exploitations of ip yeah yeah and that, well, i mean that actually <laughs> yeah. that does connect back to the con stuff of yeah. like that's where these people go but not yeah. the rent fair we're not going back to Fuck the rent fair <laughs> you say <laughs> it one said. more time yeah. but Actually, I'll say this. I feel like the Ren Fair is the only one that is void of um, uh, the the type of consumerism of like right. of like Netflix or that's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, NBC, yeah. all that stuff. That's no true. one wants to fuck with the Ren Fair. No, except they're just like why is Blacksmith. Wait, why is there not a sitcom that takes place at a Ren Fair? I, I think wonder. they've tried and it's just Have never. They? I've yeah. auditioned for one. I really? remember years ago. It seems like that would be and I would have been that. fucking. But great doesn't in it that seem one. like a fun environment for like a clerks esque kind yes. of show? Even like yeah, a, they had like a movie a, about it years ago. Oh, they had a movie. Yeah. Okay. I worked on a uh, I worked on publicity for a documentary that was about uh, oh. live action role playing. Oh, oh yeah, 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 a yeah. Kid Larper. Larping, yeah. That was like you're right though, because like we we actually it premiered at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, it sold to HBO Family, and ran for a while, and then ran yeah. for a while again, and then the director, one of the directors for that, went on to um, direct Shang Chi. So oh wow, he's done okay. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been fine. Crazy. But, uh, One of the directors. There were multiple directors. Two directors. So oh, they were it, like a it, team. Sure. And so, um, but I think there was this thing back then. It, this was in San Diego. So yeah. like Comic Con is like San Diego's thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. They literally. Is there anything bigger than San Diego Comic Con? No, that's, that's the that's, one. There's nothing that even compares. That's the, the biggest cons. convention of all, like ever? Yeah. Is San there Diego, one in Japan? Like, is there no, anything? There's, Wow. Uh, I'm just Comic wondering. Con in San Diego is the biggest one, yeah. and it's so important to San Diego, in fact, that they literally have ex- they expand the San Diego Convention Center every few years just to accommodate Comic Con's expansion. Yeah. Like, Comic Con has built that <laughs> convention center into the size that it is today, which is enormous. That's crazy. So, wow. like, that's, yeah, like, it is their whole thing is, like, we have to be the thing for that. But yeah, yeah. it's interesting, too, because, like, you do see, I have heard, and I know you've experienced this, like, people going to the Ren Fair dressed as, like, Star Wars or Star Trek, which is so confusing. Really oh. frustrating. Did you, yeah. did we talk about this? Because someone else brought this up to me the other day. Huh. Maybe we fa- might have. I talked about the, the Ren Faire a lot. But they had a problem with that. <laughs> they had a real problem with I do with, have a real problem with yeah, it. You yeah, br- it you're bringing me. other, because now it's like become a con of yeah. sorts. It, it, it has turned into a con I love before. it how we're talking about Ren yeah, Faire. Yeah, we did we it. We said we weren't we going to do it. But you know what? I'm going to make your jobs hard. I'm going to mention cl- now you gotta now you gotta no! beep that out. You gotta you gotta find it in the in the edit timeline and beep the <laughs> out again. Because now, well, 
because now it's not even connected, but now yeah. people will know when uh, I beep it out. It's so a clown, So other than right? Star Trek and Star Wars, what other IPs oh, people dress people as, come People as? dress as like, uh, a lot of anime characters. I, I got to say, that's yeah. bullshit. I saw some Dragon Ball Z people that's there. That's bullshit. Oh, I yeah. saw a couple furries there. It's Ren Fair. It's not It's Ren Fair. It's Ren Fair. There's a big difference. So there was a furry going around. Oh, that's weird, It was a dragon. And then, okay, I was like, it was like this dude's going around with his boner. We did talk about this at the pool party. Yeah, Show. Yeah. But it was just a girl, yeah. and I was like, oh, I bet she's still trying to come in that outfit. But that but, dragon, but a dragon makes sense at least. Yeah, but it's like an anime but dragon. But not Dragon Ball Z, um, no, no. Yeah, not Dragon Ball Z. I mean, does it, it really doesn't. matter? Because, like, dragons are. I guess they're making You know, right? they're not real. What are they? Like, it doesn't. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. If I don't you believe know. I believe that anything we can imagine yeah. is, is real in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, I don't. Maybe know. dragons did exist, and we're I'd just like we to just think killed them. Maybe the unicorns and dragons did exist. Like they had to show up and everything some, for uh, some reason. Things <laughs> exist on other planes of existence, right? There you go. Yeah. And I like I don't think we only exist you on this plane. It. You found it. I That's I agree. Logic. I think that there are times we can do time slips, and we can time go in slips. and out. There's other. There's, How else do you first explain of all, Sinbad there's, and Shazam? Multi-dimensional exactly. beings. There's multi-dimensional <laughs> beings. There's elves. Right. Right, you know, yeah. ayahuasca trips. Fairies. You know, people always talk about the elves. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. there are. Do people dress yeah. as fair, fairies and elves? Yeah, at the rent. That the would make fair, sense. Yes. That makes sense, right? That's, still in that, that's in that universe, right? It's in the universe. It's in the universe. Is it though? Okay, I, I mean, have a question. What about like sure. Snow White? Does Snow White? Because Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, that would be. Mm. They might show up, but then I as a mm. that's a Disney cosplay. Also, too, it didn't I used know, to be called cosplay. It just interesting. Was, it was just called garb. It's a bit of a slippery slope. Actually. Would Snow White be run times? I don't actually. I don't think so. Think, I mean, yeah. no, they're there's, more it's medieval. medieval. Yeah. There's yeah. castles, though. I think you know, it's, right? It's like it's a loose connection. It yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. Cinderella, is she run time? No. Again, it's the same kind of. No, thing. she's 18th like, century. Cinderella, yeah. I think, was. No. I don't know the timing. If you're if you're a Ren Faire purist, then you stick to some very strict rules. <laughs> right. Look, yeah. to That's be fair, I when I dressed, and also you take your life way too seriously. I did. <laughs> I didn't have proper costuming. I just had a, no, a I agree bodice. With you. I think it's bullshit. So whatever. I think, I think I think bringing in that con community, it's like you stick to your own kind. Okay? Go to your own yeah. cons, okay? Yeah, go to your own. Or if cons. you're coming to this one, yeah. you fuck, you become you get your guild together and you show up. You, okay, you don't don't come to Ren Fair, set up a table and play Magic the Gathering. Sure. This is not yeah. your place. Okay, yeah. get, but that's the thing about, yeah, like, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Comic Con is the place for all of those groups to come. And that together. I appreciate. Yeah. Have you, you know? been to Comic Con before? Comic Con is all inclusive. Yes. You could literally be anything. It is. Yeah. I like anything that's that has I a, like it. Anything that's connected to some pop culture. Yep. In yes. any way. Yep. Right. Yeah. I'm I think dress as Conan next time. <laughs> yeah. Conan next time you go. Not the barbarian. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. gonna be confused and <laughs> right. be like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, but, but he used to but he but that's He's he's literally on your Oh, wall. I do I have um yeah. you have, I have He's a definitely wall. part of Where pop culture. Okay. I have a Conan cuz I, I did poster. the Conan uh, San Diego Comic-Con in 2019 oh. before it all went to shit. I, oh, he's part of he's like he a he's he a fixture. He used to do it. Yeah. And oh, so, so then I, that makes I have sense. his um I have a yeah. Funko Pop of his. It's in the closet. Yeah. It's in there under in behind all the costumes <laughs> and shit <laughs> that I have. Nice. Um I just I I think that like yeah, but kind of back to what we're talking about. I just feel like we're going to move into this this era of like people are tired of the nostalgia yeah. or people are tired right. of just kind of like it's nostalgia overload. It's a nostalgia yeah. overload. And I One think of my that, favorite like, movies of all time, cinema Paradiso Italian film. Have you seen it? No. Most beautiful film ever. Okay. We won uh, best foreign film in 1989 or something. I'm actually going to put it in my Google thing. So I, I might have the dates wrong, but the point is one of the best lines in it 
from an older character. It's about it's about a projectionist, an old projectionist in like Italy, yeah. who has a relationship with a young boy who's like a young apprentice projectionist. Yeah. And they have this beautiful friendship, right? I won't tell you anything, but the old man during one of their outings at the, at the, uh, at the beach or something says to him, um, don't hold on to nostalgia. Mm. don't visit me ever when you come back to because he was going to leave and become a big director and yeah. leave this one small town in Italy and become a big director as he was growing up and he said never come back here don't hold on to nostalgia Ugh. I think he's I, right I, I seriously am welling up right now remember I said oh. I don't cry I no, you don't have to know I wasn't fishing for <laughs> here that it comes. But I, here it comes the, the faucets <laughs> but it is oh, it's the most beautiful film yeah can we shift gears just real quick yeah. no. I would love to know what you do like what does one do to prepare to be tom cruise yeah well i mean so speaking of outfits and costuming yeah. all i have is a, of a wig mm-hmm. that i've had for many okay. years and my mother was like get rid of that wig and get a new wig because <laughs> you know she's like you got to clean it every three weeks and maybe even less than that like i just don't is it really human I, hair? I neglect it i think it is human hair okay and and i probably should take better care of it and i definitely should get a new wig but getting a new new wig is not easy because mm. getting a new wig i want like a newer tom cruise wig i'm not going to get every wig that he's ever had or every yeah. hairstyle that that's not yeah. co- that's cost prohibitive yes but i should get an updated wig but it's very hard to do that i have to spend a lot of money mm-hmm. and i'm not even sure it would come out right yeah huh. um it's just it's just not easy to do to to replicate that look um without spending like thousands and thousands of dollars so i put i put it off for a long time but I have that, and I have a, I have Wayfarer glasses, which are the risky business look. Mm-hmm. And then I have, um, uh, obviously, the Top Gun, uh, what is it called? The Aviators. Yep. Um, and then I have an assortment of outfits. I have the flight suit. I have bomber jacket, Top Gun, navy whites. But the navy whites are really uncomfortable. It's like I'm wearing just like cardboard. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. So I, I always try to push people away from that uh-huh. and say, it's not a good look. I think the other one sells better. So I also have the Hawaiian shirt for cocktail. I'm doing a cocktail hour this week for a corporate Zoom call. Oh, I love it. Um, so I do like a, um, they're sending okay, me bourbon. How... They're sending me a cheese plate. I have to do like, I have to basically yeah. run this whole cocktail hour. But how great was it when we, just in terms of that, going to Zoom where yeah. you could do that just like yeah. you're hosting a cocktail hour on Zoom cool. you don't have to leave it's Making so great money doing that yeah it's awesome Ugh. I mean I, I, it's hard to interact with people on Zoom mm-hmm. right. so as a performer it's a little more challenging but it's great money for doing very little yes right. and, I, and my whole life now revolved around that philosophy work less live more yeah uh, Make as much money as possible in the most in the shortest amount of time possible. Yeah, yeah. I've I'm very I'm a proponent of that, um, and have been for some time. So uh, my leisure is important these days. Yes, and um, and then I I, I have uh, my Mission Impossible kind of, which also doubles as just like the classic cool Tom Cruise look. I have this mm-hmm. amazing leather jacket hand me down for my uncle. It's a Lanvin jacket. Ooh. That is sexy and beautiful. That I've had, it's it, it's forty years old. It's mm-hmm. from the late seventies, and it's still it still holds up. Yeah, and it's it's I I wear it for every every appearance that, that I'm doing that look. Great. Um, and then there's the tidy whities, you know. Yeah. And you'll appreciate the story. I've slid across the floor in my tidy whities for a couple gigs, and um, several years ago I was invited to you might have even performed at these casinos but casinos in dubuque iowa and fredericksburg indiana have wow you, you, i have not performed been at those casinos yeah. no. stay stay away okay stay away. <laughs> now i'm not by the way I, I met some i met some lovely people there sure. when i when i ended up like getting to know them but yeah but there's not much to do in there these are lovely towns. people everywhere there are doesn't austin texas full of lovely people doesn't mean i want to necessarily texas? visit some no Boo. so <laughs> and again i'm not like knocking 
the people again it has nothing to do with the people but mm-hmm. in terms of like things to do there at the at the casino you know other than gambling everyone's just like wasted they're nicotine stained yep. um and just generally not that happy yeah. a lot of mal- malaise malaise yeah. yes so um th- i did an 80s event there with with uh Kenny Loggins which cool. was cool. Like, actually, they brought some some good, wow. cool people. Yeah, out. and Wait, I love Kenny Ken, Loggins. A Kenny Loggins impersonator? No, or Kenny, Kenny Loggins, the real Kenny. Kenny Loggins. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think there are any Kenny Loggins impersonators, <laughs> but I don't the know. real Kenny Loggins. It was an honor to I'm meet Googling him. Googling it. Super big honor to yeah. meet him because, like, obviously, not just Top Gun, but Footloose too. Like, Kenny Loggins is amazing, and yeah. Kenny Loggins wrote one of my favorite songs ever, Danny's song. Mm. He's a he's a brilliant Which songwriter. Danny's song. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so yes. in love with you, honey. That's yeah. Kenny Loggins? That's a great yeah. song. Phenomenal song. Okay. He's a great songwriter. Anyway, so I did the performance with him, and I also did a performance with one of the YMCA guys, the cop. Okay. Love it. Okay. I wish I could dish Two on... Two different... Same event. Different events. Two okay, so different events. I wish events. that I could actually dish on these... On these, these I can't. I get it. I get I, it. But I have some crazy stories. Okay. okay we got, we got time, time with, off. My off time air. with the cop, the cop, <laughs> my, the YMCA guy. Listen, but, I will just tell you real quick yeah. before you get into it. No, you're right. No Kenny Loggins impersonator. No. However, oh, you looked it up. I did find Literally the no. 800 number <laughs> for supposedly hiring Kenny Loggins. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm sure you can. For that. Okay. I, yeah. So there um, you go. I mean, he was hired, of course. I don't know what yeah. his, his fee is, but yeah. Anyway, my. They wanted me as 80s Tom Cruise, and part of my job was to slide across the floor in my tighty whiteys. Love it. Sorry, I just burped throughout that. It's but, fine. Um, <laughs> I know that, uh, basically, that lemonade is really I, getting to yeah. you. So <laughs> basically, yeah, it's working. I, I think I just shit myself. So oh, you're cleansing. Thanks so much. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I, I didn't, this is the first time I, I, I did this bit, mm-hmm. right? this risky business bit, and old time rock and roll is playing. And um, like I said, the the audience was mainly made up of like 50 plus nicotine stained unhappily married women mm. wasted out of their minds mm. yeah and they were clawing at me they were clawing at me like a chippendale dancer oh, i love it but they were they were tearing away like the animals okay <laughs> oh like my at my at my underwear okay <laughs> oh, no. i had scratch oh, marks God. scratch marks i could not even do the dance i couldn't even i, I barely got oh. through the slide I've never they they wanted me bad. I was like tender veal. Oh so, my god! And, Did you get hazard pay for this? Well, or what? that's the thing. So I felt, it, I just I felt really shitty. Do I just yeah. didn't feel? I felt like meat, chopped meat. Yeah, chopped. Yeah. You know, and and um, not in a good way. And maybe there's a good <laughs> way. I don't know. So the point is, I I had to double up my underwear. Like I had to wear two pairs of Hanes. Wow. Or Fruit of the Loom or whatever I was wearing. Um, to get through it because they were they would rip it off you know and I would be exposed so anyway I I call my manager up afterwards I wasn't crying but I was very upset Mm. yeah and I said I I will never do this kind of work again and by the way I'll tell you just I don't like to talk about money but I did get paid very well this is many years ago yes I got paid like twenty six hundred dollars for 20 minutes of my time that's great to slide Mm -hmm. across the floor in my tidy whities and Mm -hmm. do this little bit right yeah um and they fly you out it's great and they fly out put me up it's great and so, but I, even that, even getting paid so much money for a short amount of time, I felt humiliated. I felt demoralized, whatever. And I was basically whining to my, like a, like a diva. I was whining to my manager. It's not diva move. I didn't That's, think so. You were no. violated. I felt violated. This is the thing is, okay, I have encountered this yeah. with a few different clients who are, yeah. especially it's common with people who are like just making yeah, I did feel violated. Things. Thank you. It's yeah. so easy for things to, that comes up yeah. all the time where people are like, well, I just don't want to like rock the boat. 
you know, there was like, that, wanna, there was know. that, but I also needed to talk to someone about it. And yeah. I, I talked to my manager, my manager didn't, he's a great guy, but he did not support me like you are. Yeah. And he basically mm-hmm. said, snap out of it, Evan, like moonstruck. Ugh. And he was like, it's $2,600, <laughs> like, you know, whatever, like just get yeah. over it. Like it was, you know, that's just, shitty. So I, I basically was like, I'm never doing this again. Mm-hmm. And one month later I did it again in Fredericksburg, Indiana, because <laughs> The money, the money was good. And I was desperate. I needed the money badly. And this yeah. time, you tripled the underwear. Yeah, but I had yeah. to wear three pairs of underwear. Yeah, wow. But that's my that's my story. And I wish I could tell you more about it because there's this crazy scenario that a situation that happened with a cop from YMCA that is so funny, but also oh. I can't talk about it. Okay, but I have to tell you off. Okay, tell us off yeah. Sorry, everybody. You're not. You're never gonna. You're know. Not gonna get the goods and then on next this. Week we're gonna be like, maybe, maybe guys, if you guys have Evan good imaginations. Me. You could figure, you could come up with some fun, you could interpret something and f- yeah. come up with some fun, fun stories. You could extrapolate okay. from this. Yeah. Okay. You could tell the story. The most creative we listeners. Could, yeah, we can, exactly. we can do, we <laughs> could do like a, we could do a roundabout story like we did with, um, we, we sometimes do Hallmark movies. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Really? We'll we just be like, uh, make up a Hallmark here's a movie. story of a, a young lawyer lady who lives in New Jersey yeah. and she gets a invitation from a, long dead uncle to go to the mountains to own a house and while she's going up that hill she running gets a up flat the hill. tire running, up the hill. running and she's driving yeah. and she's driving yeah. her stupid little sports car because yeah. of course she is because she's a business woman a business lady and nice. she gets a flat tire yeah. her car goes down into an embankment and the only person who can help her is someone she told off 15 mm. miles behind her i love that yeah that's a, that's Do you want to hear what happens? Ne- what happens next, Evan? Yeah, that's a great scene. Well, I mean, it's obviously awkward as hell. Right, awkward, yeah. very and, awkward. And now I need your help. Right. Yes. Exactly. Oof. It's it's a great scene. I mean, I would love to write. I mean, so and he happens to be the cop yeah. from oh. YMCA. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Oh, so you? Yeah. yeah. He's the YMCA cop who YMCA pulled cop. her over. Yeah. So let's. And just she was say, like, "You're not even a cop." And then let's just say that this is. All fictional, right? And that we're talking about this scenario. Yeah, we're hallmarking. Yeah, so we're hallmarking it. Yeah. And this cop, um, who pulled pulled uh, this person over, yeah. right? Um, basically had a, a, a leather jacket. He was wearing a leather jacket, like right. a cop, like a cop does. Yes. Well, or it's just like his signature leather jacket that he just wears always. And yep. And so he he moonlights as a cop, but also as a YMCA performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Travels around the world. Um, Very magic 300 Mike. shows and 300 shows a year like they they're there's still a demand a huge demand for wow. this huge because yeah. just the song alone mm-hmm. you know is just like and people the Navy. Pay money for it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a global global chart topping success i mean those 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 guys performed everywhere yep. yeah so and again i don't know the, the the big history the long you know but i know that they were super successful and they're still successful to this day yeah one by one they don't travel necessarily all together but they're they do you know private performances whatever anyway you know, in this, in this, uh, you know, this in the scene, Hallmark in this movie, Hallmark yes. movie, he's he goes on this tangent explaining this like the, this coat, you know, that he has to to the woman that he stops. Um, the woman actually said how nice of a coat it was. She was like, "Let me tell you about the coat." Mm. So in the coat pockets, it's like it's like um, 
what is it? Uh, not super. What's super califragilisticexpialidocious? What's that movie called? Uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Poppins. So you know how Mary Poppins like the bag? It's like yeah. never ending. Like you <laughs> yeah. just pull shit out forever, right? Is this a Christmas miracle? It's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Oh, so essentially, that. in these coats, in this coat, there's like fifty pockets mm. in this leather jacket. There's <laughs> okay. a lot of pockets. They all zip, and you can just hide a ton of things in, in these. You pockets. want pockets? I got pockets. So <laughs> he, he, so he, he, first of all says. You want you want some cocaine? Oh, right? wow! And to the lady, yeah, to, to the, the lady. lady. To wow, lady. what a pull! And she's like, she's like, <laughs> I mean, sure. She's like, okay, officer. She's, like, <laughs> she's gonna go to jail if she doesn't so, do it, right? This is the most insane Hallmark <laughs> yeah. movie ever. I mean, I, maybe I, this it's Hallmark Plus. Did I, so I but, got uh, when I was yeah. trying to write a Hallmark movie. They actually yeah. have like a list of things they give you. Can't you. do of things you can't do, yes. which is like you can't cocaine say, "Oh my god, you can't cry." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no crying in Hallmark. Oh. Really? What? Yeah, yeah you're crying. Tears to cry. of joy, but tears not, of joy, not but like you can't yeah. cry. There's no, no dogs. One has cancer. No dogs can be off leash. Okay. All the dogs have to be wow. leashed. Oh my god, that's weird. Wow. Weird stuff like that. Not off leash. Yeah. I would never expect that. Yeah, and I think I don't. I did not see cocaine. No cocaine on one of them. So I think that cocaine would be. Right. Okay. Yeah, because this this one almost went to pilot, so I feel like it it, it passed the, the legal team. So um, it's coming out next Christmas. Actually. So she's like, sure, let's go for it. And White Christmas. Thank you. Sorry, everybody. Way, yeah. Are you? And so, what? Why do you pull me over, sir, officer? Yeah. He's like, well, let's just party. So <laughs> says, do you want to do some cocaine? She's like, sure, let's go for it. And then he's like, by the way, my coat it can carry and hide cocaine. And when I travel internationally, which I do three hundred days out of the year. <laughs> Never, no one ever, no dogs don't, no one, no one knows I'm carrying cocaine through the, mm. through the borders, through whatever, you know, no one knows. Yeah. What a because, weird thing to tell this lady. Because they're deeply hidden in the pockets of my leather jacket. Wow. This incredible leather jacket that he's had forever. Yeah. yeah. Lots of cocaine. Wow. So um, basically yeah. 90% cocaine. <laughs> so much cocaine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's not even leather. So, it's like Pablo so Escobar. The yeah. lady and this cop yeah. uh, have, going, a they have a great they night. They sing karaoke for seven hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They come up with the best yeah. ideas. Yeah. Wow. All the best yeah. ideas. And then the next day, they don't move forward with any of them. Right. <laughs> no. And then she's like, you know what? I don't want to go to this small town anymore. And she flies yeah. back to yeah. New York. She checks herself she, in a rehab. Yeah. Goes into promises, rehab. promises. Yeah. Becomes a successful lawyer. But and then yeah. uh, does have a brilliant billion dollar idea while she's in rehab. Gets out and starts a whole new app. Launches it. Yeah. Funds the whole thing via cryptocurrency. Love that. Yes. So the thing about the app, though, that's very unexpected is yeah. it's a Renfair app. Crazy. Oh. It's an app just for Renfair people to find each other. It's actually a dating app. Yeah. Um, but it's funded for. Is it called My Fair Lady? She funds <laughs> it all. That. There it is. Thank you. There it is. And <laughs> this is why you're the comedian. <laughs> Funds the whole thing through crypto. Unfortunately, it was yeah. all the stable coin Luna, so she yeah. loses everything, and we're back at the beginning. And then the cop shows up and is like, "Don't worry, I, like I have you cocaine." Add, in you my brought pockets. Luna into it. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and then yeah. they just Good. go to another cocaine party. Somehow Tom Cruise shows up. I haven't figured out how. Yeah, yet. she's listening to Calm Truths in her car. Yes, while this all happens. Yeah, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, she binge watches while on this cocaine binge. She binge yeah. watches every Tom Cruise film, including The Mummy. Mm. <laughs> Wait, he was in The Mummy? Well, The Mummy is is considered his worst film ever. I didn't even know he was Wait. in The Mummy. Not, not Brendan Fraser's Mummy. He okay. did a Mummy movie. I didn't even okay. know. See, that's, how, like, that's how, little you, that's how like, yeah. bad it was. Wow. Russell Crowe was in it. They were trying to oh, bring. Wow. They were trying to create the dark. The, it was called the Dark Universe, I believe. I think I do remember this. And it was like this. Dracula... 
werewolves. Um, yes. Um, oh. Obviously, I mummy. Yes. That. And they failed. Yeah. The, the Universal Studios failed miserably. They yeah. scrapped the project after the dismal box office numbers of the mummy. Listen, oh, so they just were like, bye. Yeah. Anytime you Ooh. feel a failure, just remember that, that movie exists. Right. Yeah, that's pretty. Bad. It's like the Ishtar yeah. of our generation. Well, it's like okay. Mm. Um, Al Pacino did a movie in 1985 called The Revolution, and it was so bad. I don't know see, that one. See exactly. Yeah. He plays a revolutionary, um, a colonist whose son accidentally signs up for the war, and oh, wow. then he goes and is like, "My son actually signed up," and they're like, "Too bad." The son's like 12, huh. which probably would not have happened. Yeah. They would have just been like, "Okay, fine." But so then he has to go sign up to the war to help protect his son i got through 20 minutes and i was like i'm done you know where i i feel like it it missed the mark it probably had a really bad director it probably had al pacino playing a colonist in boston (laughs) which is i'm not i i would i would i would maybe get behind that that's not my problem my problem is that okay well speaking of speaking of poorly uh, casted (laughs) actors what do you think about tom cruise because this is a very controversial okay in in uh, eyes wide shut because he got a lot of shit for that i never no one believed him as oh my god no one believed him as a doctor essentially as like as like a oh i think he was a was he a gynecologist he definitely treated a lot of females and there was a lot of boobies involved (laughs) but i I don't know if he was a gyno but he definitely i think he was involved in some kind of female i can totally see him as a doctor yeah Yeah. so you buy that yeah i thought people just didn't like the movie people a lot of people no it's a very good movie okay but there were people who were thrown off by the fact that they thought it was just you know kubrick Hmm. because kubrick's amazing yeah hiring these two huge hollywood stars yeah just to keep himself relevant or to or it was kind of like a um uh you know like a vanity project not, not a vanity project or? but um selling his soul essentially ah, okay. or, or it was a sellout oh, move to kind of merge oh, with God. hollywood in such a big way but it was his last movie right totally it's i funny. don't and i don't feel that way and i think them together they were terrific together and there's some amazing scenes yeah there was a scene about sellout culture anymore i don't think that's even a thing anymore i think, I think so. you know the movie the movie soul. by the way is a it's similar actually similar to the movie i was telling you about yeah my tom cruise impersonator serial killer film yes um where he devolves into madness this film eyes wide shut is so amazing so i should I essentially should watch it. and you watch. would love it because there's kink involved i know I you're am a, kink, a little kinky bdsm yeah. a little BID, tiny BDSM. i just show you the new book that i bought okay awesome oh, my but but it's the japanese do you know the oh, japanese yes. butt person so, so the movie is about a, a very affluent <laughs> husband and wife right? okay and um it's all about adultery yes and betrayal mm-hmm. those are the themes okay mm-hmm. okay but about what that does to the psyche Okay. Okay. Of a married couple. Of a married couple. (laughs) And there's this one great scene where they're smoking pot together, the couple. And you know how with marijuana can do, you make you super paranoid. Yeah. He he just evolves into this like paranoid illusion about who his wife might have been with. Because she alludes to the fact that she might have had an affair. Mm -hmm. And he just can't stop thinking about it. And so... Not to tell you too much, but the set, that's a setup, okay? Yeah. The setup then leads to a really cool, like, just plot point is that he meets this guy from college randomly, and he's like, what's up, catching up? Like, what are you up to these days? And he's like, oh, I, I'm a piano, I'm a pianist. And I think he meets him at, like, a jazz club, so he's a piano player, yeah. right? So he's like, I do these, like, private events, and in fact, I have one later this evening, but there's, like, a password at the door, and it's like... 
super velvet rope and honestly i might get in serious trouble if i i don't think i can give it to you but maybe you know it's good to see you again like maybe i'll, I'll give you the password yeah so he gives him the password and i don't want to tell you anything else but no it, it wanna, takes you on this it. it takes you on this crazy ride and it's so beautifully shot. It's Kubrick, you know. Yeah. Should we have and, an eyes wide shut? Day? Oh my god. We you, could. You're gonna love this movie. Which one of Make us? Make sure is you watch the pass, password thing. Though. Oh, we're gonna. I just want to watch it. No, together. we're gonna watch it. Just but make I sure act you watch the too. the unedited version or the or the director. I've heard cut. that okay. the, the the director the the version they put out was worse. Well, they cut out a lot of stuff. Yes. Okay. They cut out a lot of stuff because it was it's it's, it's very, very provocative sexy. and sexy. Yeah. yeah. But sexy, but also like people claimed it was pornographic, whatever, because mm. there's like crazy stuff going on, but. But it's um, so is Jerry Maguire at certain points. You found Jerry Wait, Maguire what? pornographic? <laughs> Just I, I don't think it was. It, I don't think it was pornographic in any way, shape, or form. Like, what Jerry, movie did you see? We both looked at you like, "What the fuck are you talking Wait, about?" Wait, you don't remember actually? And no, then all I could think about was the kid with the glasses. I was yeah. I was joking, but no, actually, I have an answer for this. The part where uh, he's with his girlfriend before Renee yeah. Zellweger. That's like slightly. I don't well, know, it was hilarious. That was scene was really so funny. funny. Yeah. And, and so they were they were having like crazy animalistic sex. Yeah. yeah. And she's and she says to him like, I, I you know don't ever stop whatever. He's like we have to stop eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I just I like, it's so you good. Know what? I like that. That's logic. And then they're eating. Like, then they're right, eating. They're eating strawberries in the kitchen yeah. naked, which we've all done with each other. Yeah. They're just having like an myself. intimate conversation. Yeah. By yourself. Exactly. I'm a big. Uh, I thought it was very true. Fucker. I thought it was I'm very, not. very true. I just love that movie so much. Jerry Maguire the, or Eyes Wide Shut. Jerry Maguire and Eyes yeah. Wide Shut, but I love the lines in Jerry Maguire. Oh, so yeah. it's such a quotable film. It is. Yeah. Cameron Crowe just he wrote an amazing movie. Um, my husband and I when we got married, first of all, yeah. two Tom Cruise tie-ins. I just realized at my own wedding. Yeah. One when we both did our vows. Yeah. We each you just did lines from Jerry Maguire. No, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that's cute. What was the other line? You complete me and what else? And then uh, the other one. I don't you know. You can be my wingman anytime. Show me the money. <laughs> show me, show the, me money. the money. Yeah, I, that's I might have said that. No, I, mean, I did not say that. I should have said that. Um, the I don't now I can't remember. But uh, the other thing is that we got married. The hotel where we got married. Uh, we got married in the this room called the Memphis Ballroom, and it's actually where they filmed the scene in Top Gun where they sing You Lost That Love and Feeling. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's my wow. two times. How did Tom you Cruise? miss those? I, I, till, till an hour and 20 minutes I in. Just, Listen, I just got a gig. Y'all talk a lot. I just cool. got... I, I do. I'm sorry. Um, but let me finish. Um, there was a... Um, that was my Kanye West impression. I love that was good. But that was good. basically, um, I've just been asked to do a gig in... Uh, I think in San Diego to, um, to just surprise someone and sing you've lost that loving feeling oh that's very that's popular great. i love that yeah. it's great you know i actually tap them on the shoulder in my navy whites which i hate that outfit uh, i'm so sorry it's very uncomfortable i'm so sorry yeah because they're dickies you know dickies yes they're yeah they're like they're not comfortable material so you don't have real navy whites i mean this is a this is a it is authentic a, it is okay it is i was authentic. gonna say because i'm like i can get you some real navy whites if you need real but they're just not whites. comfortable i mean no. maybe you can no they're not nothing that i'd nothing rather the go military gives you is comfortable no, no they want you to be, to be in constant state of discomfort yeah. and starch a lot of starch yeah. and they could stand up on their own like it's awful <laughs> pretty <laughs> much so, yeah maybe you do just stand them in the corner <laughs> of your room oh terrifying yeah. Yeah. um i could talk to you forever i know this, this is so conversation could never end um, but it, it, we have other things to do today, I guess. We have things, wait, 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 what's the, what's the line? Uh, it, we have to, we stop. have to stop eventually. We have to stop. But, eventually. but do it like you're having sex. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have to stop eventually. That's <laughs> what I fuck. Um, we have to stop eventually. Are you, Are you done? done? Okay, yet? good. <laughs> 
Wash up. Bye. Um, <laughs> where can people find you, Evan? Um, what is there? What, how well, do I mean, I, I keep you? it pretty simple, but I'm also, I don't know. I, I, I have, you know, I'm on the platforms. I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. as not Tom Cruise official. I'm on YouTube. as not Tom Cruise official. Nice. And Facebook is, oh no, sorry. Sorry, I already fucked that up. <laughs> well, not Tom Cruise official. I'm deleting the is whole not Tom Cruise, now. Well, first of all, not Tom Cruise is my name, so that's okay. easy to, it's easy to find. Yeah. Me. But not Tom Cruise official is Facebook. Not Tom Cruise official is Instagram, and then YouTube is not Tom Cruise. Got it. And do you have a TikTok too? I am on TikTok, and I think I'm just on TikTok as I mean, you can find me as not Tom Cruise, but I think I'm just my name, Evan Ferrante. And I also don't TikTok that often anymore. I did through the pandemic. Yeah. And I was very active, but then I completely got exhausted from it. Yeah. yeah. And I I just don't have the urge. And I'm also, I don't want to be so hard on myself to, to try mm. to concoct yeah. creative things and force them out of me. Yeah. You also um, have a family. I have a family. I, I yeah. I have Who other is things. adorable, by the yeah, way. Thank your, you. your son is. Um, yeah. So, there's, <laughs> so cute. I have a family, but these days I've, I've moved from creating stuff every day because it's exhausting and, and not enriching to me to and I feel forced to just doing it whenever I feel inspired mm-hmm. and that's once every couple months six months okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's how, how I feel so, but I'm easy <laughs> but I'm easy to find not Tom Cruise that name was given to me and the reason I use it is because I I've kind of I've been able to avoid or sidestep any potential legal ramifications yeah um, not preceding Tom Cruise gets me out of yeah the, the you know oh that's great yeah and yeah. the re- the reason why i know that it's safe for me to use is because one i haven't been sued but two and i've never done anything disparaging really um and i say really because there's one <laughs> video i did that's still floating around but for the most part it's always been an homage and yeah. always just been uh, you know mm-hmm. a, i've always done things in good in out of good uh good not good faith but um to honor cruise yeah um and his work uh but um, what was I going to say? I just blanked out. I was on a tangent. Well, I actually have a question. Yes, have you please. ever met Tom Cruise? Oh, I have. We oh, can end there. How about shit. we end there? Because that's, yeah. that's a spirited story that I've okay. told a million times. Yeah. Well, actually, let me first okay. tell you. This okay. is all together. This is all part of this. Is that I told this story so many times. Okay. That, and, and maybe I shouldn't say this first because then it could jinx me. But it's a great story. Okay. All right, and I, I try to find new and fresh ways to tell it, so I keep myself engaged a little bit. But my girlfriend, <laughs> my partner, has heard it so many times that there was this one time where people love hearing the story, and especially if they haven't heard, it, they're like, "Oh my god, how did you meet Tom Cruise? Tell yeah. me the story." So she, we're at a party, at a dinner party, many years ago, and this was at a point where she's heard it so many, too many times, and someone asked me at the table and she literally gets rolls her eyes first she rolls her eyes <laughs> gets gets up gets up from her seat gets up from her seat and says i've heard this story before enough times i'm out of here and she oh walks god. away as i'm about to launch into this story oh my god to people who wanted they all wanted to hear the story they were all excited to hear it and now they're not as excited oh and they've also the the expectations are high and uh-huh. and i've set myself up for failure it's a little ego check it was certainly an ego check <laughs> and so she so the, the funny the funny thing is about this is that i start to launch into the story and it was probably the worst i've ever told it oh yeah and everyone is like 
she rocked your confidence. So totally rocked my confidence. And guess get what guess what happened? The funny thing is, she's now at another table talking to people, mm-hmm. and she's telling them the story of no. her walking away. She was walking <laughs> away, so she then, as like karma, had to tell the oh, story of how I met Tom Cruise. And basically Good. regurgitate it. Good. I'm glad. So we all got fucked that night. <laughs> but the story, the way it goes is I was at Chateau Marmont. Okay. As one does. I used to yes. go there a lot. I used to frequent it a lot. It's Hollywood, baby. In the garden of the Chateau. So landmark landmark hotel. And a lot of famous people frequent the hotel. And yep. you're supposed to kind of, you know, everyone wants to have their privacy. So mm-hmm. you're not really supposed to approach celebrities at the, at the Chateau. Um, but this was a special circumstance because, you know, I've been impersonating him for 10 years yeah. at that point. And he did know about me. He knew about my work. I was shown or featured on MTV, uh, not MTV, on Mario Lopez's Extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winning a Tom Cruise impersonator contest. And Tom Cruise himself was invited on the show to hang with Mario Lopez and watch my video as I won. Oh, but wow. I, but I wasn't invited. Okay. Weird. But it was okay. cool. It was, yeah. was weird. Yeah. Probably they didn't want like a... You know, thought moment. maybe I was yeah. an obsessed fan or what I wasn't, but maybe they were just worried about yeah. his safety. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or he was just like, nah, I don't need to meet him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the point is that, but he knew about me. Yeah. And I know people in his camp know about me at that, you know, up until this point. And, and it wasn't like I was going in and he wasn't, it was just some random, you know, rando essentially. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm at the Chateau, it's packed. And another friend of mine who happened to be eating there, um, this this lawyer, this entertainment attorney, calls me over and says, because he knew how excited I'd be. And he's like, I heard a rumor, Cruz is in the building, you've got to find him. you got to find him, mm-hmm. seek him out. And I was like, really? Oh my God. And I, I started scouring the room, looking all over, Couldn't, didn't see him. I looked everywhere. I even went to the bathroom. I, this is true. I, I went. I looked under the stalls. No. Maybe his feet were swinging, you know, because his feet don't his feet don't touch the floor, and he's sitting on the toilet, right? Or he's hanging from the door. Who knows? Yeah. Point is, I he wasn't there. He wasn't in the bathroom. I I kind of walked back to my table, resigned to the fact that I wasn't going to meet him that night, but maybe he'd left the back entrance, had some yeah. tiramisu, and left. Um, I I tell my friends at the table who I was having drinks and dessert with about about what happened and they were like they felt bad for me um but we go on drinking i was like i'm not gonna let this ruin my evening yeah I, maybe i crossed paths with them like two ships passing in the night that was cool good good enough yeah uh then all of a sudden i just feel this enormous energy to oh. the left of me and he's sitting there about 10 feet from me back back to me so maybe that's how i missed him and he's with like Jeremy Renner and people from The Office, people from Zero Dark Thirty, I remember. Yeah. Just like a strange group of like 20 yeah, people at a random. big dinner table. Yeah. And um, I couldn't believe it. So I was like, I, I beckoned the waiter over and I said to the waiter, listen, I, I figured I would buy him a bottle of champagne, the most expensive bottle, like $400, $500. Whoa. I was going to do it. I didn't have any well, money I mean, in my account at the yeah, time. Yeah, but he is also is responsible for... Yeah. Oh, yeah. A huge success. No. So why not? So I, listen, this sure. was a moment that I wanted to crystallize in my forever. This is like a very important night. Yeah. So I said, it's I'm willing to go into credit card debt for this and pay, you know, wow. and pay my interest rates or yeah. whatever, eighteen um, percent. So it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, can you buy him a bottle of champagne from me on my, you know? And he was like, no. He immediately shut me down. Said oh. you will be, you'll be you know blackballed from this place is that a word blackballed yeah yeah, yeah. you cannot come to this is that, is that a word that i'm yeah, allowed to use I think blackballed. blacklisted blackballed I think, I think either way it works so you will never be allowed here again and then uh, i'll be fired oh so we, oh, i was like wow. you know then he put then he made me feel guilty i was like okay yeah. i guess i can't do that um so 
went through the night just again resigned to the fact that I might be sharing the same oxygen but I mm-hmm. wasn't going to meet him yeah uh, it sucked so maybe we cross paths like out you know leaving the place yeah but the night night rolls rolls on and um, people are leaving it's like 1 45 in the morning last call mm-hmm. um, he's leaving he leaves last with his friends he's you know saying goodbye to people shaking people and it's mm-hmm. like it kind of it's so f- awesome to see him I was drunk by this point yeah. I was like you know <laughs> definitely seeing double cruises <laughs> but but he was uh he was doing my impression like he was like it's so weird to watch him yeah and i was like i do that he's just doing and i just kind of like and i was just like drunk pointing at him from like 20 feet away was, he didn't see me at all he didn't yeah. see me he was saying goodbye to his friends yeah. i was like i do that you know <laughs> and um and he leaves i nod to him you know cheers and I'm just with my girlfriend at the time, Donna, and then my friend Jimmy, Jimmy Franklin. He's like a legend in my in my uh, who used to live in Franklin Village. Um, Wait, his last name Franklin? Jimmy or Franklin, just called- lived in Franklin Village. <laughs> yep. yep. You know, Jimmy Franklin. So Franklin Village. <laughs> and he, yeah. So Jimmy Franklin is a whole other podcast. So um, basically, we uh, then you know it's just Jimmy and I. Donna excused herself to go to the bathroom. I'm drunk. Um, finishing up our drinks and my phone had died and luckily I'd given Jimmy Donna's phone number Yeah. or I'd given Donna Jimmy's phone number. That's what it is. Sorry. And so Jimmy gets a, a call from an, un, an unlisted number, a, li- a number he doesn't have and is saved in his phone. And he says to me, um, he, he listens to it like really seriously. And then he says to me, Tom Cruise is waiting for you in the lobby. What? And I said, shut the fuck up. Jimmy. What? Cause he fucks around a lot. <gasps> yeah, I, yeah. I didn't take him seriously at all. And he says it again without laughing. He says, Tom Cruise is waiting for you in the lobby. Oh. And I get up out of my chair I have in the garden. Yeah. See, that's what the, that's what the story's supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. So so I get up out of my chair and I sprint, just like he runs in all of his movies. Yes. I run from the garden of the of yes. the chateau. Committed. To the I ballet. Hear, I hear area. music. I yeah. hear yes. music playing. Because yes. because if he was waiting for me, if the story was true, he's not waiting there long. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. wait long for anything. Right? No, it's yeah. Tom Cruise. So I sprinted and and he was there waiting for me. He was talking to Donna, my girlfriend. Donna had stopped him. Jeremy Renner's right there. They're about to get on their motorcycles. And he and <laughs> oh he it was like slow motion. We fell in love. Instant kismet. <laughs> And I said, we said, like, you complete me and shook each other. And it's an honor and a privilege to meet you. And and Donna, Donna took a picture of us. It came out super blurry. And luckily, luckily we had one more attempt and Jimmy took the phone and won't ever let me forget it because he took a really great photo of us. And every time I post the photo, because I posted every couple of years, like I was like, this is the best night ever. You know, I didn't go to sleep that night. And he always is like, you didn't tag me as a photographer. So, All right, Jimmy Frank. Yeah. Jimmy like, Frank. Like, by the way, by the way, I tagged him the first three times. Do I have to tag him every single subsequent time? Like, he's Jesus Jimmy Christ. Franklin. It's not like this. So he's not Annie Leibovitz. Like, who the fuck does he think he is? It's an iPhone photo from like iPhone three. You know? Oh, my, oh that's a bad one. But. Yeah. The point is, it was it was a magical night. I didn't oh, go to sleep that night. I love that. And by the way, the really cool thing, social media wise, was that this is the first time I'd used social media as a way to kind of like keep people uh, keep tabs on my night. Yeah. So like as it was going on, play by play, I gave my oh. audience, my friends and family. Yeah. It's not like I had like followers outside of that, but I just just my friends and family, so much support from them throughout the evening, oh. being like, "Oh my god, I hope you meet Tom Cruise. I hope you." It was and it was amazing. Oh, yeah, and then finally, energy. I did meet him. Finally, wow. I had that energy throughout the entire night. Yeah. And it was just beautiful. And that's then, so great. Definitely my most liked photo ever. Yeah. yeah. I'm so Thank glad. Thank you, though, Donna. Too. By the yeah. way, I mean Donna, Donna kept him there. Yeah. And she's a fascinating girl because she grew up 
she's I believe she's Israeli, but grew up in Palestine. Oh. So it was really a challenging upbringing, and she's not yeah. afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, by the way, there is no way in hell you're leaving here tonight without meeting Tom Cruise. I love it. And she made it fucking happen. All right, oh, I love it's her. Donna. For Jimmy president. took the picture. Donna stopped him. Yeah, I'm just saying, Donna for president. You had a team. Yeah. Yeah. I had a team. That yeah, is a yeah. really great story. I got excited for you. Yeah. Yes. I felt it. Oh, you're such a treat. Thank you so much for yes. coming. Thanks for podcast. having me. Body positive. Body, gaudy, and brilliant. Oh, yeah. Gaudy. Gaudy positive. Gaudy positive. Yeah, it's about yeah, being yeah, yeah. weird and living your weird Love life. And you do kind of have a weird <laughs> life. You are a I do. Tom yeah. Cruise impersonator. I, yeah. I, yeah, it's very, it's, it's surreal. I use the word surreal. Yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. something I never expected to happen. Yep. But I've milked it for all it's worth. Yep. <laughs> Not for all it's worth because there's still milking to be done. Oh, there's still milking. Sure. You have now the whole Top Gun. I mean, there's a lot of ways. Yeah. So another thing, I've built my entire career off yeah. of playing up this kind of, uh, you know, Tom Cruise is a very private guy, and, and but I'm a window into his world mm. yeah. for the audience. And I create this like, I basically build on the mythology of Cruise, the lore of Cruise. Yeah. By by showing showcasing this window into this world and yeah. giving you that 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 vantage point of like what would it be like for Tom Cruise to like go get a cup of coffee in the morning? Yeah. And that's end scene, you know? Yep. Like I just come up with like it's really unending what I can do as Cruise in any scenario, just sketch yeah. comedy, you know? Well, I, love, I love how much you love what you do. And that's I found ways to continue to love it. Yeah. And also I give I spread joy. Like people genuinely love it, especially the cameos. Yeah. They love getting the cameos from me. Yeah. And uh, that brings me joy. It's a little bit of like appreciation every day and validation. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's what we're here to do at Gaudy Positive. Delightful. Gaudy Positive. Gaudy Positive. Keep it Gaudy. Uh, Keep it positive. Well, let's say it at the same time. Ready? One. And God. Wait. Go ahead. And Gaudy Positive. Goodbye, everybody.